Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. There is a world between our world and the world of the dead. The underworld. One man walks the banks of both sides, bringing justice from beyond the grave, from beyond the river Styx. Styx, Episode 2, The Mindbender. Two weeks. That's how long it's been since it rained, turning the city into an oven, baking an already rotten dish. Two weeks since Hattie Foster walked into my office and turned my world upside down. Ever since then, I've been on the case, following the DA's wife, Sophie Wagner. She killed Hattie's sister. She's a member of the Black Rose, a secret society that's up to no good. And so far, she's yet to crack, yet to reveal anything new. Now I'm stuck in a car, waiting on Hattie to do the legwork. Feeling useless. Feeling the itch to go back under. To get my hands on someone who's got it coming. Blake, you're not gonna believe this. You won the lotto, and you're not sharing. Twenty minutes in the car and that's the best you can do? The heat's bad for my funny bone. For two weeks I've been rattling Sophie Wagner's cage, and the only thing she's done different is come to this building. And now we know why. She's seeing a shrink. A shrink? I doubt she'd be feeling guilty for her sins. So do I. The therapist she's seeing is a psychoanalyst named Olaf Bender. And Blake, he's the same therapist my sister saw before her death. The plot thickens. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Your sister may have been encouraged to tell a particular someone what she'd found by another member of the Black Rose. What now? We wait. See what Sophie does next. Come back and chat with Dr. Bender later. You know, you're not the best stakeout partner. I'm the perfect stakeout partner. Zero small talk. The entree's always better after an appetizer. Tell me something about you. What do you do when you're not, you know, talking to dead people? Do you like music? Ball games? I like cats. Oh yeah, Wayman. You're a regular onion. Come on, tell me something. What about before you were a PI? This ain't the part where we become pals, Hattie. It's a case. Well, if you're not going to talk about you, I guess I'll talk about me. For starters, I love ball games. Wait, saved by the bell. Look who got out of therapy early. Is it just me, or does Sophie seem paler than usual? I don't think she's blinked since she walked out that door. She's getting in a car. Taylor. This isn't her usual route. She ain't going home, Blake. And she ain't going there in a hurry. Step on it. She almost hit that car. She's not stopping for anything. And just ran that light, which is coming up. Hattie! Hattie! Made it. Why, Mr. Wayman, you're looking a little pale yourself. Before, I already died once. What's the second time? Sophie's headed for the edge of town, toward the bluffs. I'm on her. Blake, she's not slowing down. The cliffs are right there. She's going over. Can you see what happened? Hang on. Her car's a flaming wreck. Why would she do that? Only one way to find out. Dr. Bender can wait. It's time I had a deeper discussion with Sophie Wagner. 
I'd never let anyone see me take the sink except for Truant Sphinx. It's no fun for me, I'll tell you. Needing help out of the chair, into the water. True says I turn blue, and that I look as dead as Julius Caesar. But I guess Hattie needs to know what she's gotten herself into. True sets the clock, gives me a shot. As I drift off, I hear him talk. Is it like this every time? It's awful. I wish there was some other way. Wish he didn't have to go at all. But he's done a lot of good down there, more than he admits. How do you know when he's... there? In the underworld city? His eyes flicker under the lids. He mutters, like in his sleep. I hear names. Conrad, Lupo, the boatman. I've asked him what it's like, but... He ain't exactly garrulous. Like a can with no opener. He needs to talk to someone. He's got more scars than the ones that show. He's got you. For what it's worth. Oh, what about you, Miss Forster? Who do you talk to about your sister? Honestly, I... I'm fine. You learn real quick in this biz that honesty and truth ain't always the same. You got us now. Remember that. Yeah. And I intend to pull my weight. Where are you going? Blake has his ways, and I got mine. I can't go to the underworld, but I can go undercover. Dr. Olaf Bender had something to do with my sister's death. I'm gonna find out what. Careful, Hattie. One wrong step with these people, and the next time you see Blake will be when he's in the ice and you're on the other side of that river. I wasn't back in Underworld City long before I realized the weirdness surrounding Sophie Wagner's death and followed her down. Below the waterfall, where fresh souls splash after the sink, is a bay. The boatman doesn't do his own fishing anymore. He spends all his days counting his coin in his tower downtown. But he's got a fleet of tugs run by a bunch of toughs called boat runners. One of these tugs was crashed into a pier, and one of these boat runners was bobbing in the bay. Knocked the hell off his own boat. Knocked the hell out. It would take someone strong to do that. Someone like me. You know, usually the weird stuff follows you here, Detective. It don't precede you. Conrad, why am I not surprised? You get around awful good for a blind guy. I heard the trouble start before the tug smashed into the pier. The soul was brawling with the boat runner on board. That hasn't happened in a while? Not since I met a particular pain in my ass. But this soul wasn't just scared. She was mad. And there was something odd about her voice. She? Unfortunately, I might know who our mysterious brawler is. Is this more of that Black Rose mess? I warned you, Wayman. Even in the underworld, it's no good digging up skeletons. Give it a rest, old man. The living still get to make some of their own choices. Just make sure this choice doesn't pull your plug. You're sure she was all the way dead? A car went off a hundred-foot cliff and exploded in a ball of flames. That'll usually do it. One way or the other, she's got some kind of lifeline up top, making her strong down here. If she keeps leaving messes like this behind us, she'll be easy to follow. Messes like these are the last thing we need. Messes like these draw attention from the boatman. Then maybe stop lecturing and drop a tip or two, Professor. Whatever's going on with this woman you're chasing, she's headed north into town. The McCandless gang runs those blocks. They got a reputation for harassing newcomers. Well, it might be fun to see them bite off more than they can chew with Sophie Wagner. Watch yourself, P.I. They might not be the only ones with eyes bigger than their stomachs.
As much as I hated Conrad sticking a righteous finger in my face, he was right. We didn't need the boatman's attention, and something strange was going on with Sophie Wagner. Something that started after I got involved. But grouchy or not, the old man was on the money about the McCandless gang. I rounded a corner, headed for a pub called the Dead Banshee, where they liked to sharpen their knives. Or used to. It looked like a bomb had gone off. I didn't bother going in through the door. The front wall was just a pile of bricks, and the floor was littered with coin. Whatever had happened was already finished. Except for... Uh... Who's there? Sophie, is that you? You can't hide from me here. Here, I'm more than just a man in a wheelchair. Come out! Please, don't hurt me! Who the hell are you? I I'm nobody. I don't even know where I am or what the hell is going on. Great, a newcomer. Were you on the boat that crashed? Did you see what happened? I was in my kitchen with my wife. We'd been fighting for weeks, but tonight was different. She poured me a glass of wine, then everything went dark. Sounds like you choked to death on it. Or she poisoned you. Probably the second one. Poisoned? Look, pal, I normally take more time with this, but the short version is you're dead. This is the underworld, and I need to know what you saw. I'm dead? You'll get over it. Now what did you see? Chop, chop, I'm in a hurry. There was a woman on the boat. She sounded so strange. Leave us alone, she kept saying. Leave us alone. She knocked out the boat driver. Then, after the boat crashed, I felt like I should head this way when these guys grabbed me and some of the others. They tried to grab that woman, too. She did all this by herself? She punched those guys and they evaporated or turned into coins or... What the hell is going on? Leave us alone. She kept saying that. Over and over. She was confused. Even more confused than me. That's all I know. I swear. I believe you, bud. Beat it. Stay away from the bars and casinos. You might just last a while. Poor idiot probably wasn't going to last a month down here. Sophie Wagner, on the other hand, was tough. Cold-blooded killer up top. I'd figured she'd be a stubborn one down here. Maybe even turn into a boss herself. But I never expected this. I left the pub and headed for the border of McCandless territory. If the next batch of goons were dumb enough to grab Sophie, they might slow it down enough for me to catch up. But would I be able to handle her? And leave us alone? What did that mean? Like she was possessed. But possessed by what? Or who? It's a very lovely office you have here. Thanks for seeing me so last minute, Dr. Bender. You come highly recommended. Of course, it's my pleasure. Mrs. Richards, isn't it? Lorraine Richards. I've been having those dreams. I'll be most curious to hear about them. Why don't you have a seat? I tried looking you up and couldn't find much. Normally, you guys have walls just full of certificates from where you studied. You're very observant, Mrs. Richards. Whilst I began my studies at top universities, I soon became bored with what they had to offer. An outside-the-box thinker, huh? <laughs> the human mind is capable of so much more than the experts in my field dare imagine. I left school. I traveled south, north, east, and west. I sought out shamans, oracles, priests, medicine men. I explored the mysteries of human consciousness. They must have showed you some neat tricks. 
These are some swanky digs for a shrink. Indeed, they did. In fact, I'll show you one. I'm sure you've seen a contraption like this before. Yeah. You swing one of the hanging metal balls against the others, and they go back and forth. A desktop toy, but this one is special. Very old. It was calibrated in Russia by Rasputin himself. It swings at a very particular rhythm. I actually have some more questions for you before we get started. Don't you want to tell me about your dreams? I... I want to ask you about one of your former clients. Oh, really? Laurie Foster. Yes? She... died under your care. Indeed she did? She was... murdered. You have... the strangest eyes. They don't blink. Don't you want to tell me about your dreams? Don't you want to give me a glimpse into your mind, Mrs. Richards? Or should I say, Miss Foster? It didn't take long to find the next layer of fools who tried to shake down Sophie Wagner. This time it was in the Bone Dragon, an underworld tea house run by the souls of the Hip Sing Tong. It was the same scene as the Dead Banshee, like the aftermath of a hurricane. There was one goon who still hadn't faded, but he didn't have much to add. Leave us alone! Very helpful. Leave us alone. What does that mean? Maybe she's speaking in the royal we. I spun around to find I was no longer alone, and that this night had just gone from weird to worse. I thought I smelled the musty hint of greed on the air. Lupo. Was hoping to not run into you this time. Well, I do like to get out and take in the city. Especially when my rivals are getting curb stomped into the fade. I mean, someone's gotta collect all this free coin, right? You're a real philanthropist. You know, when I first heard someone was on a rampage, I figured you had finally blown the proverbial gasket. But then one of my boys told me it was a newcomer. A tiny little lady. There's some weird shit coming down the pipe from your side of the river, P.I. Tell me about it. I'll leave you to your jackpot. Or maybe we can help each other out. I take out the garbage, Lupo. I don't work with it. Your coin's no good to me. Who said anything about coin? Perhaps I can tempt you with... information. I got my own ears on the street. The old blind man? You two got quite the partnership. But how far can you trust someone who's got ears but no eyes? You sure there's nothing he missed? Or maybe just something he ain't saying? I got no time for riddles, pal. Ever since I had the displeasure of meeting you, P.I., I've been asking myself, why would someone who could spend his nights in the warmth of the living choose to walk with the cold of the dead? Maybe he's looking for something he lost, or someone. Get to the closer, Lupo. I've been needing some new muscle on my crew. Maybe, if someone can wrap her up long enough to listen, I can convince this brawler to sign on. My boys don't stand a chance, but you, me, and my crew will herd your lady into a warehouse. You take her down, find out what you need to know, then leave it to me. Do that, and I'll spill a little tea for you. How do I know what you got's worth buying? 
Trust me, P.I., it's sweet. Sweet as the scent of a rose. What's your problem? Hello, True. It's Hattie. Hattie? How'd it go with Dr. What's it find anything out? It went fine. Very fine. Where's Blake? Blake's still under. Say, are you feeling all right? You, you sound strange. I'm right as rain, True. I'll be there soon. I need to talk to Blake. We'll be here. Are you sure you're okay? Fine. Very fine. See you soon. Very good, Miss Foster. Now, what are you going to do? I'm going to go see Blake. And then? I'm going to kill him. Excellent, Miss Foster. Excellent. Making a deal with Lupo left a bit of taste in my mouth, somewhere between spoiled sauerkraut and that cigarette smell in the back of a taxi cab. I didn't feel too bad about leaving Sophie Wagner in his employ. She had that coming, at least. But maybe it was the doubts he sowed in my head about Conrad. Or that maybe that toad really knew something about Elise. But all that became secondary as I neared the warehouse at the edge of town. Lupo's boys had done their part, luring Sophie into our trap. But when I finally got a look at her, the noose suddenly seemed big enough for both our necks. Glad you could make it, Wraith. Hope you ate your spinach. She faded two of my boys getting over here. Except it's not just her. Something tells me this might sting a little. Remember our deal, Wraith. Don't get carried away in there. Let's hope she doesn't get carried away. Lupo's boys had formed a ring around Sophie, keeping her just out of reach. They plotted for me as I approached, but if they could see what I saw, they'd have run for their afterlives. Sophie's soul was shrouded with a black shadow. It was no mere monkey on her back. It was an 800-pound gorilla with a face I had seen before. Olaf Bender. It all made sense. He'd hypnotized Sophie into driving her off that cliff. Now his living mental powers were attached to her soul. Not just giving her strength, but driving her mad. Hey, tough gal. Leave us alone. Why don't you just leave us alone? You got a splinter the size of an asshole I know lodged in your soul, Sophie. I'm gonna pull it out. So come on! Let's get it over with! The pale faces of the souls around us got even paler when I went all dark and shadowy. But after the first punch from Bender's Sophie monster mashup sent me flying across the warehouse floor, I started wondering if I hadn't been the one to bite off more than I could chew after all. Time's getting on, Blake. You can't stay down there forever. Not yet. Bender. Hypnosis. Bender? What the hell is going on down there? How do you back? I was just... Say, you okay? You're as pale as a ghost. I need to talk to Blake. He's not back yet. He's been mumbling about that shrink, Bender. I think something's... Hattie, why do you have a gun in your hand? I need to kill Blake. Bender? Hypnosis? 
Ah, oh, hell no! Hattie, no! Give me that pistol! Come on! I need to kill Blake Wayman! Snap out of it, Hattie! You're hypnotized! Don't pull that trigger! Must kill. No! Hattie, no! I forgot how long I'd been fighting. The combined punching power of Sophie and Bender was wearing me out. My legs were jelly, and Lupo and his boys, getting their money's worth, were starting to look awful blurry. You're coming out, Bender! Whether you like it or not! No! She's ours! The Sophie Bender creature feature swung at me, and I took my chance. I dove under, and instead of punching, I wrestled her to the ground. I grabbed onto the shadow that held her and pulled like hell. Only he wasn't letting go. You can't pull us apart! She's mine! Ow! God, she's strong! Almost hit Blake with that shot! I have to kill. No, you don't! You're stronger than this, Hattie! Remember why you're here! Remember Lori! Lori? Your sister! You came here for her! You loved her! Bender helped kill her! Hattie, Bender is in your mind! Lori! You have to get justice for Lori! You have to kick Bender out! Lori! I was just about out of strength, my grip on Bender slipping, when something happened. Bender's shadow buckled like he'd been hit with a tidal wave. His hold slipped. I squeezed with my last ounce of power and pulled. Let go of her, dammit! Let go! She's mine! You're coming out, pal, and you're coming out now! <laughs> I saw his face for just a second before it was sucked away, pulled by the river from the city. Lupo's boy seemed disappointed that it was over as Sophie slumped to her knees, no longer scared or mad, just lost. Sophie? Sophie Wagner? Is that my name? Do you know where this is? Do you know who I am? You're in the underworld. Don't you remember the car? The crash? I don't remember anything. Oh. God, nothing at all. Before my eyes, she grew lighter. Her body turned into gossamer threads. She was fading. When I'd pulled Benda out of her soul, he'd taken all that was left of her mind with him. But before she was gone... There was a clock. It was huge. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. She was gone. Maybe you shouldn't feel sorry for a killer. I don't know. But seeing the fear in Sophie's eyes as she faded to nothing, everything that was her stripped away, I felt a twinge of something. I looked over to Lupo, expecting him to see red, but the bastard just gave me two smiles. One with the wicked grin carved across his throat, and the other with the even nastier one on his lips. He did know something, something he now wasn't going to say, but all that would have to wait. My time was up. True. Hattie, the hell happened in here? What do, what do you, mean? you mean? True, you got a bloody lip. Are those bullet holes? 
Just girl talk. Yeah, girl talk. Right. Girl talk. Hello? Olaf Bender? This is Dr. Bender. You make a pretty good bagman for a shrink, but you missed. Hattie Foster is still alive, and so am I. Who is this? Someone who's seen behind the curtain. You get in people's minds, but I think they get a peek in yours too. Tick tock, doc. The clock is ticking, isn't it? You don't know half of what you think you do. But I'm learning. One breadcrumb at a time. Sophie Wagner says hello, Doc. Who the hell are you? I'm the one who walks with the dead, Bender. Justice is coming for you. This side of the river, or the next. Two days later, after Hattie and True filled me in on how close I came to getting plugged topside while I was doing battle with Bender in Underworld City, Hattie told me and True to meet her at Bender's office. Only it wasn't Bender's office anymore. He didn't leave one nail in the wall. I talked to the building staff. They said no one had rented this space for years. They had no recollection of a Dr. Olaf Bender. He hypnotized them all. It was scary as hell having him inside my head. But you gave him the boot. Remember that. You and Lori both did. Lori? I've been wondering why Bender, with all his powers, didn't have Lori kill herself for real. My guess is he tried, but she was able to overcome him, which is why Sophie had to do it in the end. You had your sister's strength, Hattie. And I had True to remind me what I was fighting for. But Sophie Wagner didn't remember anything at all? Nothing from her own memories, though I think she got a glimpse inside Bender's mind. She saw- A ticking clock, wasn't it? Big and tall like a grandfather clock with old-fashioned numbers. I saw it, too. It was ticking to midnight, Blake. Closer and closer. What did that mean? Hell if I knew. Felt like we were back at square one. Light on clues and heavy on dread. I was getting the sneaking suspicion that whatever plan the Black Rose had for this city was coming quicker than anybody was ready for, and would be a nightmare more than a few of us might not wake up from. Sticks is written, directed, and produced by Matt Rainey. Sound editing, sound mix, and music score by Matt Branseth. Performed by Brian O'Sullivan, Jen McGurk, Sharon Angela, John Lacey, Alan Smith, Patrick Tutera. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.